Greetings, everybody. Welcome back to the FCS Prep Podcast, where I am your host, Dr. Keith Fairclough. And y'all, today, first and foremost, we are over 2,000 subscribers. And I was thinking about this. You know what? I'm going to get into it in a second. Let me finish the introduction, all right? So we're going to be talking about our 2,000 subscribers and crossing that point. And we're also going to talk about brain plasticity. And I'm going to tell you how I got there. Now, normally what I do for a podcast is I'll do a study. I'll study it out. I'll write the study out. Then I'll go back and try to like paraphrase it so I can give you guys the information. But that's not what I did with this one. Still going to be in the same realm of unconditional love, personal responsibility, and excellence. But this one just kind of hit me a little bit different. It was spawned by my uh, my third child, my son, Keith Anthony Faircliffe III. So, um, so... Again, housekeeping, like, comment, subscribe, share. Listen, this is how we help other people. We give them information that they could use to change their life. Everything that I do is I want to help people change their lives for the better. The whole premise of FCS is to improve the world. And we improve the world by improving you. Because I know if individuals get better, then their relationships can get better. Their relationships can get better. Then their communities can get better. Their communities can get better. And so on and so forth. All right? It just expands outwards. But it always starts with us. So, without further ado, 2,000 subscribers. Man, that's, I'm almost at a year, right? We're almost at a year of doing these podcasts and doing these videos. And we're at 2,000. Like, that's a crazy amount of growth. And you may think, like, yeah, there's some people that get, like, 20, 30, 100, like, in much less time. That's all well and good, but, you know, I'm not in anyone else's lane. I'm not in anyone else's race. You know, I'm in my lane, my race, my life, my story, you know, and I live by a principle that, you know, I can watch how the people are driving, but I'm going to stay in my lane, right? Because I'm not them. So 2,000 subscribers in less than a year is crazy. It's freaking awesome. You know, I absolutely am so thankful and grateful to everybody who has joined us on this journey of self-improvement, of loving ourselves, of taking personal responsibility and operating in excellence at all times. I am thrilled. I am ecstatic. I am happy. Like lives are being changed. The, the way I view this is that we were at a thousand subscribers a few months ago. Sometimes at least a thousand people, at very least a thousand people who were having their lives changed by these videos, by this podcast. And now we have another thousand. That means there's 2,000, at the very least, at least 2,000 people who are having their lives changed by this podcast, who are starting to love themselves, who are starting to love others, who are starting to set up boundaries, who are starting to take responsibility for their lives, who are starting to work in excellence. That means there's at least 2,000 areas, 2,000 communities, at, at the very least, that are being changed. I, that, that is a, a crazy thought. It's like, it's insane, like, it, it, it's phenomenal, you know? And, and the whole thing is, guys, it, it's, just, it's just not about me, right? I'm not getting on here to, to do a song and a dance for anyone to look at me. I legitimately want to help people change their lives. I don't want them or anybody to go through the things that I went through. I don't want anyone to sit there with this hurt and this pain on the inside of them not loving themselves, of them thinking they're unlovable, of them thinking they're not worthy, of them thinking that they're victims, that everything's happening to them, and that they've been dealt a bad hand, and then there's no way out. I don't want people to 
experience that. That's a bad place. That's a dark place. That's a, just a not good place for anyone to be. And one of the things I've learned in this journey, right, in all my studies and the reading and the watching the podcast and things like that is that once you overcome your issues, once you overcome your problems, right, if you really want to find your purpose and your passion, then think about how you overcame your issues and your problems and then go back and reach and help other people who experience that same thing. Go back and reach them and pull them up and show them how to do it. Show them how to have a good marriage. Show them how to raise good kids. Show them how to be successful. Show them how to make money. Show them how to finish school. Like show them. And, and, and that's what, again, this makes me so excited is that people, they're, they're learning, they're growing, right? That's what pushes me forward. I'm, I'm here, I mean, obviously you guys can see, this is not my normal setup. I'm in a dorm room, I'm in Baltimore. I'm working at a summer camp. And, you know, one of the things is that, you know, I, I've been doing my therapy sessions here and it really is just driving home that, dang, th this is incredible. I, I love doing therapy. I love helping people get from where they are to where they should be, get them get to where they are to where they want to be, to help people create the person they want to be. You know, I was in a session the other day and the question came up as, you know, trying to identify who the person was like they were asking like we're talking about like career surveys and things like that and one of the things about career surveys like you kind of got to know who you are and one of the things is it's like and this is actually going to tie into what my son was saying but it's not about who you are right it's about who you want to be that's something that we get to choose and I'm so thankful that I got a chance to choose to be a therapist, choose to be a life coach, choose to be a podcaster, choose to be somebody who's willing to open up and share where they've been so I can help others. That That's such a, a beautiful thing. It's so fulfilling. It, it doesn't feel like work. You, know, you, you might have heard people say that over and over again. When you find what you love, it doesn't feel like work. And, and I'm telling you, like, it's such a great feeling. I've never left a therapy session feeling drained. And there's some sessions I've been in for hours, you know, some outside of my business or whatnot and working with people, but like volunteering. And I don't feel a bit drained. I, I feel like I could go more. Like the biggest regret I have with any therapy session is that it only lasts an hour. Right, because it's like, oh my gosh, there's so much we can do, there's so much we can grow. Oh my goodness! So, I say all that to say, guys, we're at 2,000, I think 40 right now, and we're only going to grow more, it's only going to get better, there's only going to be more content, we're only going to improve and continue to improve over time. Our relationships are only going to get better, so just stay tuned, stay tuned. There's so much more to come. I haven't even touched a fraction of what is you know, it, what is unconditional love, personal responsibility, and excellence. I haven't even touched a fraction of that. So please, please, please stay tuned because there's so much more to come. So much more to come. Now, so this morning I saw a picture. I'm actually going to have my editor put the picture right over here. But there's a picture that it had this person. It had like, the, they were carrying like a load behind them. And it said like limiting beliefs. And then they had a destination point in front of them. It was so struggling. They were struggling to get there. And then on the bottom of that, there was a guy that had left the limiting beliefs behind and then they were like, oh my gosh, it's so much easier to get to my goal. So what, what does all this mean? What are, we, what are we talking talking about? So what I'm trying to say is me and my son, I put that picture in my family chat and because I have a family chat with all my kids and my wife and whatnot. So I put it in there and, and my third son, Keith the third, he, I'm um, oh, sorry, my second son, third child, Keith the third, you know, he responded and he was like, he, he basically, you kind of got the point. He was like, basically, you know, if you, 
let go of your limiting beliefs, the beliefs that hinder you, if you can get to your goal 10 times faster. And I was like, yeah. And mind you, I didn't caption this picture when I sent it to him. I just sent the picture. And he started articulating that. I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah, Keith, that's 100% right. Yeah. Well, I said, that's mostly right. The way you worded it, I had to fix it a little bit. But for the most part, he got the concept. The idea that there are limiting beliefs that keep us from getting to where we want to go. There are limiting beliefs, things that we believe about ourselves that keep us from getting to our destination or make it very difficult for us to get to our destination. But if we let go of those limiting beliefs, we can get there so much easier. And so then he went on to articulate a little bit more. Basically, you know, the articulation that he made was that basically, you know, if we can break those limiting beliefs, we can get to our destination faster. Like there's these beliefs that we have that if we can break them, we can get to our destination faster. Matter of fact, you know what I'm going to do? I'm probably going to snapshot our conversation and put it in there. I'll give it to my editor, you know, and I, I got this space right over here so he can throw that in there. But um, just so you can see it. And I'm like, absolutely. Like, you're right. You know, and it got to the point where I started talking about brain plasticity. And so uh, let me give you the, the background, right? And I talked about this in another video as well. But when we're young, from zero to seven, a lot of the, our ways are kind of set in stone at that time, right? Like they're 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 very learned things. You learn about the world. You learn about others. You learn about ourselves. And it was, if in those seven years we're solidifying how we're going to view the world, how we're going to view ourselves, how we're going to view others, and then after that, I think it's like eighty-five percent of how we're going to be for the rest of our life is set. And then in the next three years, at ninety-five percent, so there's a five percent variance from that point forward, just naturally. If you don't do anything else. 95% of your life is determined by the time you're 10 years old, before you know anything, before you've experienced anything, before you've studied everything, and you get this from how you interact with the world, how you interact with your friends and your peers and your social group, how you interact with your parents, how others interact with you. 10 years old. Like, it doesn't sound fair, but whatever. It is what it is. But the idea of brain plasticity is that our brain actually can be shaped and molded and new neural patterns and pathways can be created. So that what that ultimately means is that just because 95% of our life was set by 10 doesn't mean it has to stay that way. And that's what I really want to drive home to him and also to us. Just because that's the way we are, it's not healthy, doesn't mean that's the way we have to stay. Just because maybe we're lazy now, we don't have to stay that way. Just because we're broke now, doesn't mean we have to stay that way. Just because we're not imaginative now, doesn't mean we have to stay that way. Just because we can't communicate now, doesn't mean we have to stay that way. Like, we're not locked into dysfunction. I, I really need you guys to just grasp that concept alone. We are not locked in to dysfunction. We're not. We're not, right? Just because that's who we are, that might be who we are right now, right? Maybe we can't communicate properly. Maybe we're abusive. Maybe we're too brash. Maybe we're not there for our kids. Maybe we're not there for our spouse. Maybe we're not working hard on the job. Whatever it is, for whatever reason, whatever dysfunction we have, we don't have to stay that way. This concept of brain plasticity, and you think about it, when I say plasticity, I want you to imagine this. Imagine like Play-Doh, right? Like clay, like you're molding it and shaping it to what you want to be. Just because it comes out the tube in cylinder form doesn't mean that it has to stay that way. You can make beautiful art. I mean, think about like Legos. You take Legos out the box, you take Legos out the bag and dump them on the table, they don't have to stay that way. We can create beautiful things, amazing things, magical things with the Legos, with clay, and with ourselves. Brain plasticity means we can choose who we want to be. The answer should never be who we are. 
But I said the question should never be who we are. The question should always be who do I want to be? Where I am, where am I now, or who do I want to be? One of the things, and I'll share this, it's you know, it's whatever, right? But like when I meditate, and, and I don't know why I came with this Im image of myself, but when I meditate, I always view myself as like this like six foot four, six foot five, like 285 pound guy or 95 pound guy uh, uh, of just muscle that's just ripped with no shirt on with like kind of like loincloth on and like a Aztec type, you know, crown or whatever. I don't know. I, I don't know where this came from. There's no Native American in me. There's, there's none of that. But for whatever reason, in my mind, this is how I envision myself. I envision myself as this guy and he's sitting on a throne. He's just big and like muscular. He stands up. There's like a presence and it's like, it's like, dang, like, wow. Like that, that's who I am, right? The beautiful thing about it is like in those meditations, in those moments, what you think you are, what you want to be, if you focus intently on that, that's what your brain is going to change. The structure of it is going to change to say, okay, that's who we want to be. That's who we are because we, we become what we envision long before we get there. So see, one day, oh, I may not be 6'5", 295 pounds or anything like that, but the presence of a 6'5", 295-pound guy of pure muscle that's on a throne, that's a presence. And I believe that is why I, I, I imagine that because there's a, a great presence that comes with that image and so my brain is like so my brain obviously is not thinking oh you gotta go to six five no my brain is thinking what you're looking for is a presence you're looking for when you walk in a room people are gonna look you're looking for when people when you speak up people are gonna listen you're looking for authority that's what you're looking for so that's what my, but my brain imaged it in that way and so that's what it now is like okay well that's who we are and that's what we're gonna be and so we're going to keep working towards that. So it's going to shift its structure in order for me to be what I'm envisioning, what I'm imagining. That is the power of brain plasticity. That is the power of that. And so we don't have to be bound by limiting beliefs. We don't. We do not. We don't have to be bound by what people say and what people think. And I put a video up the other day um, on TikTok, and it's also in the shorts as well, about and this guy, but he messaged me on TikTok, right? He put a comment in. And he was saying that, you know, basically his dad grew up calling him and his siblings, or her and her siblings, I don't know if it was the, the, who it was, but they're their siblings, them and their siblings, stupid, dumb. They're not going to be anything, like dog in the mouth. And because we were talking about things we say to ourselves. And... I had to respond like, your dad was wrong. You know, your dad was 100% wrong. Like, that's not who you are. Because guess what? And they, and then of course, they responded back. Like, that's not, I don't believe that. that's not who I want to be. You know, I want to be smarter. But we imagine that. That's what I want to be. You want to be a genius? You want to be an Einstein? Imagine yourself being a genius and an Einstein. Imagine yourself speaking in front of a whole bunch of people. Imagine yourself teaching a class. Imagine yourself doing a podcast. Imagine yourself in these roles. That is how we change the structure of our brain. And you continue to practice that imagination. You continue and over and over and over again to imagine that thing. And your brain says, well, that's what we are. And that's what I'm going to make us to be. Those are the instructions you're given. But it's up to us to give our brains those instructions. See, for me, I, I got to work out every day. I, I, I got to, right? Because in my mind, my mind says you're an athlete, right? Part of being that image of that Aztec king that's six foot five and 295 pounds of pure muscle sitting on the throne. Part of that is working out every day. Part of that is eating right. And believe it or not, like subconsciously, because I drilled it into my mind so much, subconsciously, I, I don't even do certain things anymore. Like overeating, I don't do it anymore. I, I just like, no, I don't want to do that. 
you know? Eating junk food on top of junk food on top of junk food. I mean, every now and then, you know, I'll get a little something. But, like, to just binge and binge and binge. I'm going to have chips after chip. Like, after, like, no. Like, and if whatever reason, I fall off the wagon, my brain's like, eh, eh, wait, hold on. That's not who we are. That's not what that person we envisioned is. That's not what the structure of the brain is telling us to be. So you need to change that. That's got to go. You got to change that. And so this all came and comes from brain plasticity. Another word for brain plasticity is hope. And I was like, whoa, what are you talking about? How's brain plasticity hope? Because you don't have to stay the same way you are. If you're out of shape, you can get into shape. If you're alone, you can get with somebody. If you're broke, you can make money. If you're shy, you can become an extrovert and share and talk with people. Like, we can be whatever we want to be. Whatever we want to be. So it all comes down to just really putting the image in your mind of who you want to be. And this can come in a different, couple of different ways. And you know, I always like to give you guys some application, some strategy, right? So one of the things you can do to switch the structure of your brain is you can start doing like mental imaging, right? And you can do this in, in meditation. You calm your whole body, right? You do your breathing. You can do it in type of guided uh, meditation you want. And there's plenty of them out there. But you calm your body. Essentially, this is what it is. But they all come, come, come. Blech. I'm sorry. It all comes down to this. You have to make sure everything is nice and calm. And you have to enter almost like the sub-programming of your mind. So your whole body's relaxed. You do this through breathing and closing your eyes in a comfortable environment. And some people like to do it sitting up. I like personally to do it sitting down where no muscles are activated. You know, some people have walking meditation, whatever. But what I'm saying is you got to get into a place where your entire body, your mind, everything is nice and calm and cool and collected and just relaxed. Right? You're not doing anything but just basic breathing that you're controlling. And then eventually you start going into the depths of your mind, the subconscious, you start imagining, okay, what am I going to be? What do I want to be, right? What does that look like? What does it look like when I have the money? What does it look like when I have the spouse? What does it look like when I have the job? What does it look like when I'm in shape? What, what is my life like? What are the experiences like? And you just start imagining these scenarios. And the more you do that, the more you change the structure of your brain. And when the more you change the structure of your brain, the more your habits and behaviors change. And the more your habits and behaviors change, that's when you start becoming what you see in your mind. That's how it works. So that's the first step, right? The second step is you gotta change how you talk to yourself. That's very, very, very important. You've got to change how you talk to yourself. I do not talk negatively to myself, ever. Not in jest, not in a mistake, at no point in time. I'm to the point now where I don't even like doing exasperations. Like, <sighs> I don't even like doing that. Like I catch myself real quick. No negativity. Our brain feeds off that type of energy, good or bad. And if it's good energy, then guess what? You people say good vibes or whatever. You're going to get good results. Good energy brings good results. So you got to talk to yourself the right way. You got to think about yourself the right way. You got to let off that good energy. You got to. So, so, so important. And the third thing is change your behaviors in accordance with what's in your mind. What does a wealthy person do? What does a person that's in shape do? do what does a person in a good relationship do what like you gotta start changing your behaviors you gotta start changing your habits but it starts in the mind and then it, it starts in the mind and then it externalizes 
that externalization reinforces what's in the mind. This kind of goes back to cognitive behavioral therapy. And it's a rinse and repeat. And the more you reinforce both things, the mind and the behavior, the more you're gonna become that thing you're envisioning. But it requires that time, that meditation, that positive self-talk, the change of behaviors. It requires these three things in order to change the structure of your mind to get to where you want to go. And guys, that is brain plasticity. Yeah, honestly, that's one of the things we're shooting for, right? Talking about mindset. Think the idea of a mindset is that you're setting your mind to what you want to be. That's what you're doing. I'm setting my mind. The mindset is I'm setting my mind to what I want to be. And that is how you do it through brain plasticity. So, guys, this was just all off the dome, right? No study, no nothing, man. I, I, listen, I'm excited about it. Listen, we're at 2000. 40. We're going to go even further than that. That means there's more lives that are going to be changed. There's more communities, more marriages saved, more parents have a relationship with their children, better productivity at work, more wealth, more everything. Above all else, more people are going to start to love themselves, truly love themselves. And that, there's no greater victory than that. There's no greater victory than when someone starts to love themselves and they're not concerned with the opinions of others in the peanut gallery. Okay, okay, I was gonna bang on the desk, but my editor said sometimes it shakes the camera, so I'm not gonna do it, but just, it's there. I'm so excited, guys. Listen, I'm excited for you. I'm excited for where we're going. I'm excited about this topic. I'm excited about everything. Remember, 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 like, comment, subscribe, share, hit the notification bell so you know when these videos come through. Listen, even if it's two weeks in between each video, I'm still dropping content. Listen, you got those shorts. Check out the shorts. You know, you got you can get look at the FCS classics before it became a podcast. Go look at some of those old videos, right? Go through the page. Like, there's content there for you. It is there. All the social media platforms, it is there. All right. So I love you guys. You all are awesome. Again, I thank you from the bottom of my heart for showing up, for, for liking, for commenting, for subscribing, for sharing. I'm, I thank you so much. You guys are awesome. I, I wouldn't be here without you, right? I would not be here without you. I truly, truly, truly appreciate each and every one of you. I love you guys. Listen, this is Dr. Keith signing off, and I will talk to you all later.